I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Have you guys seen this ad? But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in clan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic. I've got that guy on today's show. Jerome Davison, he is seeking the Republican nomination for Arizona's 4th Congressional District. And we're going to talk about that ad. We're going to talk about today's Democrat Party, what he thinks of them. And we're also going to get into he's been pushing for an Internet Bill of Rights to fight against tyranny and censorship online. Jerome Davison, he is a former Arizona State University athlete. He's also an NFL player turned pastor. He devoted his life to God at 17 or a really interesting guy out there fighting for obviously the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, among other things. So we're going to get his take on today's political landscape. What are the big issues from his perspective? And what does he think of today's Democrat Party? Stay with us. Congressional candidate for Arizona's fourth district, Jerome Davison. He joins me now. Jerome, I saw that ad and we're going to get into it in a little bit, but I was like, I've got to have him on the show. So I appreciate you taking the time. I know the campaign is very busy, so I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, yeah, no problem. You know, so you're a former Arizona State University athlete, NFL player, pastor, father. Why get into the political arena? Because I'm a pastor and I'm a Christian and today's politics is a spiritual battle. This is the greatest spiritual battle that, that, we're, that we can see in, in any time. Even when you go back into uh, biblical times, I think today's spiritual battle is very heightened. And being a pastor and being a Christian, I can see that the last days are upon us. And I really want to see, I, I'm, I see everything from a, from a spiritual, then a, a global, 
and then a national and local perspective. And, uh, and so seeing that it's a spiritual battle and seeing that they were lying so much on president Donald Trump, and he was doing such a fantastic job and, and uh, race relations was starting to amend somewhat because of the truth. Um, and so I decided to put my, my hat in there because when, when they took the elections and the elections went the way they did, I said, Oh man, we gotta, we gotta get somebody in there. And so I have a, a talent and a gift with people. And I said, let me, rally the people and let us see what we can do well i really do believe we're we're sort of in a a, a good verse evil i mean there there we, we seem to be living in a society that doesn't want to determine wrong versus right anymore it's just there's so much gray area that they're trying to create absolutely true and and they want to be the ones to dictate uh what is uh true and the church has backed away and that was so frustrating for me you know just to have the church remain silent when the witches came out wanting to cast spells and everybody was telling these lies and telling a boy he's a girl and it was just so much and i said hey listen we've got to get this thing straightened out and we got to do it quickly and uh the parents have got to stand up for their rights uh over their children because the government and these schools are trying to tell us that the schools belong to them the moment you drop them off at the schools and then when you drop them off we can give them a sex change and have drag queens and all types of things the church has got to wake up and america has to wake up and so i I put that ad out there to show everybody that I, I'm not only going to tell the truth and, and speak on matters that are true, and, and it is against the modern day uh, uh, speech, but I'm going to speak truth and I'm going to speak it boldly. What do you think of today's Democrat Party? I think they're worse than the last, than the days when back in the 60s. I think they're worse because they, they have the media. And I, I know that the media was propagandized even then because what they wanted to do uh, was make Malcolm X uh, the villain because he supported uh, the Second Amendment, and he turned and they turned the black community to the hero the, and made a hero out of Martin Luther King Jr. Because Martin Luther King Jr. told the black community, "Don't depend on the guns. Let's just depend on God, and let these people sit dogs on us and beat us down and all this kind of stuff, and we'll let God deal with it." Well, you are an American citizen, and it is your right to have self-defense with the Second Amendment, and that's all Malcolm X was saying. And I didn't realize that until I became an adult. Uh, so they, they made a hero out of the man uh, who, who allowed uh, uh, white people to beat them down. But today's, today's Democrats are the worst because they are not only going after one race. I believe they're going after all Americans. And so all Americans are under the threat of the Democrat policies and their party because they are turning America over to China and over to the globalists. Well, and to your point, I mean, it seems like all their policies, they rise up, right? Like we, we saw with COVID, Obama throwing this really fancy party at Martha's Vineyard with hundreds of people while telling everyone else to, to mask up and stay home. It's like all of their parties elevate the elite, the people in charge, and then it subjugates everyone else. You know, it, it, it subjugates the working people and everyone else that's not part of this, you know, upper echelon, like elite club, right? Right. And that's why everybody's trying to when you see when you see the people in Hollywood and the rappers and the, uh, everybody and uh, and uh, what's her name? AOC going there with the dress uh, talking about and they're all trying to get together and everybody, every one of them are trying to position themselves in the favor of the globalists and elitists because they want to be the help, you know, rule the world and make the servants out of everybody else, you know, and that's they can see that coming. I remember when they started singing that John Lennon song. Imagine. And that's when the COVID started hitting and they shut the whole country down. And so they, they are in on this. From what I can see there, I believe that they're in on this globalist plan uh, to make America, uh, to bring America down and make everybody servants and all this kind of stuff. But that can only happen if they can take our guns away. 
And that can only happen if they take our First Amendment away. And that's why I said I'm going to go into Congress with an offensive weapon. I'm tired of y'all GOP and Republicans sitting back and letting these people run offensive plays on you and score on you all day. In the NFL, I played offense. I was a fullback. I know how to attack my opponents. The first person I see out there, I'm going to go hit you right in the mouth. I'm not waiting for you. I'm not going to feel you out. I'm going to run right into you with all my speed and all my strength, and it's going to hurt you. And it's going to be like that all day. So when I get in Congress, it's going to be like that all day. I'm bringing the heat. I'm bringing the conversation. I'm setting the narrative. I'm not letting AOC set the narrative. I'm not letting these people set anti-American narratives. We're going to bring our own narrative. Quick break. Back with Drone on the other side. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There was this New York Times poll, which obviously it's the New York Times, so we always keep that in mind. But uh, what they found is that Democrats right now have a bigger advantage among you know white college graduates. That essentially the Democrat Party is becoming this party of upscale, you know, voters who are concerned about things like gun control, while Republicans are really building this multiracial coalition of working voters. 
Why do you think that shift is taking place? Because the, the schools are nothing but a training, training grounds for communists. These colleges that we pay, like the Arizona State, the school that I attended and played ball at, they, they are paid and supported by the state, and we're taxpayers are paying for this communistic type of teaching in these schools. But I've been hitting that school pretty heavy. <laughs> I've been hitting that school nice and heavy, and we've been recruiting really nice over there. And, I, and the way I get those kids' attention, and I hit them right where it's truth, I said, you like paying rent right now? Isn't rent going up on you? And, and that gets their attention, and they listen. And they listen to what I have to say. And I'm telling them, I'm going to help you get the price of oil and get down to a reasonable living. You don't want to be 22 and 25 years old living in your mother's basement. And so, but the Democrats want you to live in your mother's basement because they want to take away all of the opportunities in the country, open up the border and let illegals come in here. We take care of them. And, and that in turn is driving up the price of rent for citizens. But these people come over here and live rent free. And when I tell them that they really get on board. And, and so, but we got to watch out for these colleges and for these high schools being training grounds for communistic uh, teaching like CRT and all that kind of stuff. No, 100 percent. I mean, that's essentially what they're you know, using it for, right? This sort of training ground to indoctrinate all these kids with these terrible ideas that really end up to, you know, ultimately dividing us as a country as, as opposed to uniting us. You, you put out another campaign ad about the Internet Bill of Rights and advocating for that. You know, talk talk about what that is from your perspective and, and why you think it's important. It's very important because I'm a pastor. I'm a Christian and uh, I want to be able to preach the gospel. You know, I want to be able to just have my opinion. And so uh, they say that they need a ministry of truth uh, because they want to make sure that this deadly disinformation or misinformation, whatever they want to title it, is not harming the public. Well, they just want to push one narrative and they could and they want to say to us uh, that a man can have a baby. You know, and we all know that that's not true. You know, and they want they want to say. They want us to believe the science, but they don't believe the science. And so the Internet Bill of Rights that I'm pushing, that I want them to understand, is that we need to designate them as public utilities. We're not going to talk about Title 230 anymore. We're not going to talk about that anymore. We need to put them in the proper place as a a public utility so that when you pay your bill, your water bill, your bill, they because of your politics. And we know that they are 100% against the right because they only fact check uh, conservatives. You never see a fact check on a Democrat platform. You never see them censored for something they said. And they lied. We know that the FBI lied and all this different stuff. And so there's three prongs to that. I want to stop censorship. I want to stop. Uh, I want to stop the censorship. I want to stop them from uh, collecting our data. They're taking all the all the data that we're doing. Uh, on our phones and all this stuff, and they're selling it. This is the hottest commodity in the world right now is data, and they're selling it to to marketing people. So have you ever been on your phone or had a conversation, and then later uh, they started advertising the very thing you were just talking about, like tires or, you know, you think about going to the dentist, and all of a sudden you're starting to get this because the phone is listening to you, and they are collecting this data, and they're selling it to marketing companies, and the marketing companies start using mind control on you by selling you the thing back that you said you wanted. So that's uh, that's a trillion dollar business. So the citizens who are on their phones and on their computers doing this, collecting up, making all this data, they need to be paid for that. And then the third leg of that finally is to protect the sovereignty of the mind from the emerging technologies. Emerging technologies is what the Democrats are pushing, like uh, mind control, they, like um, 
uh, in the last COVID bill, they put in the bill that the smart cars coming out have to have mind searching technology. It has to know your mood, has to know what you're thinking and all this stuff. Well, that's invasion of your mind. Your mind is its own sovereign territory. And I want to protect that. See, because they invaded our bodies, right? When they forced us to take the shots, they were saying to us that our bodies are not our own. Your body isn't sovereign. It belongs to the government. And I think they're trying to do the same thing with our mind. And I want to protect that. So also in that bill, I want to say, too, that we want to stop social scoring. They're doing that in in China. They're doing it in in Canada. And uh, we want to stop it from coming to American shores. And this is going to buy us more time to be free. Yeah, I I said no to the COVID jab. I never got it. Never going to get it. Don't trust it. Uh, so not gonna you know not gonna happen. You played sports. I, I checked you out. You played. Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I lacrosse, played field right? hockey and lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah field hockey and lacrosse. Deal. Here's the deal. They told us when we were playing sports, don't put this steroid in your body, right? <laughs> you, we could and we were playing football and playing these sports. We couldn't put this stuff in our bodies. A lot of times, players wasn't doing it to get strong. That's what pe- that's a misnomer. What people say, people think people took take steroids to get stronger. No. They take it to recover because every day in football, you get, a, you get somebody step on your, on your toe with a, with a cleat. Somebody, your, your neck is hurting, your back is hurting, your, your, every, every part of your body is hurting. You just want to recover so you can go out there and perform. I think Barry Bonds said it best when he was talking about the, the designer steroids that he was taking, him and uh, Mark McGuire, it was hitting major home runs and stuff. And, and they were saying, hey, they was doing this mainly to recover from the pain. And so that's what it is. I'm not, I've never taken stories. <laughs> let, me, let me get that straight. I've never taken it. But, uh, but I, that's what they were saying that they take it for to recover. I tore my ACL uh, playing lacrosse, but I, I football is just, uh, you guys get beat up so bad. It's got to just take such a toll on the body. I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. So I know and fighting back from that knee and getting the rehab and stuff like that, people don't realize the type of pain that, that you have to go through for that. I made it to the NFL with just one good ankle. I had, I tore cartilage in my ankle at Arizona state and they told me it was just a high sprain. And uh, it turned out that I had no cartilage. I tore the cartilage in it against UCLA. So I'm the only player in NFL history to make it in the NFL and play in the league for over four years with no cartilage in my right ankle. Those knee injuries are not fun. It's like, cause it just never really fully, you know, like my knee's still not a hundred, but what are you going to do? <laughs> so you play sports and, and you can watch sports and you can, you can respect the fact that when people come back from an injury, you know the road that they took to get back. I mean, uh, yeah. that's a serious road to get back. It's not fun. It's, you know, it's a lot of pain and it's just, uh, it's, you know, you've got to really stay focused uh, and, and trying to get back to it. But, you know, well, that, that's so interesting uh, and, you know, totally feeling that and, and the, the pain of recovery. But, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, this is like the censorship that's going on. And I think even with some of these tech companies, when you look at Instagram and TikTok, I mean, they're really, you know, we're talking about sort of like indoctrination tools as well. I, I think this is a large part why we're seeing this increasing percentage of young people identifying as transgender is they're watching these videos on Instagram. There's watching these videos as on, you know, TikTok as well. So I, I think that's really a negative thing and sort of warping the minds of so many young people. Well, hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a black guy. I'm a minority. I, I know what the Democrat Party did to, to us and they, how they used us. They used us to bring in abortion, to, to push abortion, and really to, to decrease and make sure the black population did not populate in America. And I must say and congratulate them on they, they've, they've done a marvelous job. We only make up 12% of the population here in America, which is ridiculous. And so, but they used us for political gain and they, and they use it even as recent as trying to say that black people can't even, you know, get an ID to go vote. And 
I think what they're doing is trying to make the LGBT another minority group that can, they can use for political control. And the main control that I see them using LGBT with is or, uh, over against the First Amendment, Amendment. So they say, you can't say that because it's hate speech against a certain person. You can't say Mother's Day because it's hate speech against the transgenders. You can't say Father's Day or you can't call your son a boy. You can't call your daughter a girl because you're going to hurt the transgenders. And they're trying and they're paying people in Southern California to rent to to identify as an LGBT member because they're trying to get this population to grow for political advantage. You think they care about the LGBT? You think they care about minorities? If they cared about minorities, they would take away the guns from the criminals in the black black community. They would allow them to go to schools and, and protect them. They would be able to. They were going to stop all the shootings instead of taking knees on the NFL field. That's not going to stop anything. You need to go into the inner cities and take a knee in there. Quick commercial break. Back with Jerome Davison, who's running for Congress in Arizona. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. I also feel like during this time of censorship that we live in, so like, I don't always agree with Dave Chappelle politically. I, I think he is very funny and I appreciate the fact that he's really been standing up for the First Amendment and not 
backing down and, you know, being attacked for some of the transgender jokes he's been making. And he said recently about sort of the attacks on him. I mean, he had a guy you know, jump on stage, I'm sure you saw, and, you know, try to physically take him out, right? And, and this is what he said about it. He said, the more you say I can't say something, the more urgent it is for me to say it. And I just think that is so true in today's world. The more they try to shut us down, shut you up, the more you need to speak out and speak the truth. That's absolutely true. And I, and I really, I really applaud that brother for making a stand. You know, I, I, I'm thankful for him because what we see is that when a person stands up and boldly say a woman's a woman and a man is a man, and then the left and the, 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 they, and the media starts attacking them. And the next thing we know, we have an apology coming out from them saying, Hey, I'm sorry. I don't know what a woman is. I don't, I don't know what to say or what to be. No, stop apologizing for that. And that's why I really feel like I need to run. And because I'm not going to apologize for saying what is true. And when I put that ad out, I knew the truth was going to rock the people. And it rocked this nation because people are no, no longer used to hearing just flat out truth. They're no longer used, and used to just hearing somebody just standing on that. You think Jerome Davison is going to back down from, from what is true about the KKK? You think Jerome Davis is going to back down because I, I know who, what a man is and know what a woman is? I'm not going to get on here and say, oh, I, listen, I don't know if I'm black. I'm not a dermatologist. No, I'm not going to play those games. We need to get, get back to being real and being true. And this is what makes people free. Truth sets people free. And uh, anybody that don't want you to have the truth or a second opinion, those people are deceivers. Well, and we saw that with Macy Gray recently. I mean, she came out and basically said, you know, women are women. And then I think it was like 24 hours later, she basically walked it back and, you know, was held hostage by the mob. That's exactly right. I was like, oh, what are you... So what happened is, so they pull her back and they had these handlers come around and her managers and say, listen, listen, sweetheart, you listen, we, uh, we, I, I can appreciate that you, you know, you, you know what a woman is and all this stuff, but we're concerned about your career, your career. You've worked hard to get here. You look at the sacrifice you've had to do. Look at the sacrifice your parents had to make to get here. Listen, just walk that back. Don't say, you don't have to just walk it back and say, hey, listen, I overspoke myself. And that's how they do it. They, they play on money. But we need people in this country that say, hey, listen, I'm not concerned about the money. I'm not concerned about that stuff. I'm concerned about being able to say what I want to say and, and be able to express how I really feel. And, and this is how I feel. I feel like a woman is a woman, as a person who has a vagina, who has breasts. And all that. that's what's wrong with that. It's the truth. No, I, I agree. I've been, you know, boldly saying this on TV of just that, you know, women are women, men are men, which is also just insane that we've arrived at this point as a country where something that like used to is something that's just basic truth and used to not be controversial. Like, isn't it doesn't just blow your mind that we've arrived at this time in, in our society where basic truths are somehow controversial? One of the weapons that I want to take with me into Congress is we got to go in there with this with this First Amendment. Uh, Internet Bill of Rights. We have to get that right because we cannot we cannot trust true elections until we get that right. Uh, I think uh, what was a name Jack Dorsey even admitted he said, "Hey, listen, if I didn't stop that information about John Hunter Biden going onto the internet, and I, I believe that a lot of people would have seen that and, and wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden." And so they can put their finger on the scale. Like right now, my video was uh, making, I think it made it up to like 6 million views on Twitter. They just hit me today for what they call a strike. What is that? A, a, a copyright strike. Now we paid for the music. The music belongs to us. We have the license for it. They already know that. 
we 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 fought already on to, on YouTube and got them to to reinstate and put the video back up there because of the same so-called copyright strike, but they they took it down. These platforms don't want truth on there. No, it's true, and and we and, and oftentimes the things they shut down, you know, for instance, they shut down people speaking the truth about, you know, COVID coming from the Wuhan lab. And then now that's true. But at the time, you know, they're taking they take down things that inevitably uh, we find out to be true. So it's, it's just they just want to shut down anyone going against the, the you know, the the ordained narrative. Right. Like it, it's like if you speak against the, the left's narrative, the, that's why they want to shut you down. But they can say whatever the heck they want and they don't have to be honest. But you know, they shut you down if, if you go against it. Yeah, they were saying that you, you're not a doctor. You don't, you're not a doctor. You can't say that. So then we had doctors coming out and saying, and then doctors, and so they shut the doctors down by saying, oh, this isn't approved by who? Well, who is who? That's, that's not even an American entity. That doesn't even, they have no right in this country to say what we can speak on and what we can't speak on. We knew about the, we knew about those therapeutics and how they, they help people and help prevent the virus from harming folks, but then they said it was misinformation, but then it came out to, and to be true. And then they was calling it dog and horse pills. And they were just, it was the worst lying stuff I've ever seen in my life. And when they kicked president Donald Trump off of Twitter and they started removing people, I knew for sure that the people in Congress was about to just have a hissy fit. I knew they was going to stand up and start fighting, but they didn't. What is going on with these people, man? The people in the Republican Party are the weakest people I've ever seen. And they are they are a part of what we are suffering now. I know they're saying Joe Biden did it when he uh, separated the energy and turned the energy and stuff off. But they had their part because they were not standing up and fighting. They need to fight harder. They need to speak and be more outspoken. They need to to fight more. And what I'm going to do when I get to Congress, the first thing I'm going to do is file a lawsuit against the January 6th committee. They, they are, this is unconstitutional and I would have the jurisprudence to do that. And I'm also gonna file a, a lawsuit against the jail that's holding them. You're holding those people there. This is un-American and it's evil. You haven't, most of those people haven't even been charged with anything. And this is the fight that I'm talking about. We've gotta do this or else we're gonna turn into a, a, a third world country. And we'll never be able to recover from it. No, we've been having those conversations on the show of, you know, getting to the bottom of January 6th and, and what's been happening to, to some of these political prisoners, which is essentially what they are. You know, I wanted to ask you, so you, you had dedicated your life to Christ at 17. You know, what led to that moment for you? My mother, my mother, my father, my father wasn't pretty, he wasn't religious. He was just a hardworking man. My father was a truck driver. And he started working even harder when he started buying other trucks and had people driving his trucks. And those guys was ripping the gears out of the truck. And he'd come home fussing every day about how his drivers was treating his truck rough. But my mom was a woman of prayer and she made us go to the church. And, uh, and it was a spirit filled church and uh, Holy Spirit and gifts and laying on hands and speaking in tongues and all the gifts of healing, all that wonderful stuff. And I didn't want to go, but she had to beat me to go. And, but I ended up going. And just hearing her pray, and my mom used to cuss like, like, like a typical black woman, cuss every word almost, smoking cigarettes. And, and when she gave her life to Christ, man, I've seen a major change in her life. I saw it. And, uh, and at 17 years old, I gave my life to Christ. And I started reading the Bible and enjoying places and, and scriptures like David. David was 17 years old when he was anointed. Joseph was 17 years old when God gave him that dream that he was going to be elevated. And those moments with God elevated those two men into greatness. 
And, uh, and uh, it just made me strong. And at 17 years old, I was also a high school dropout. I left Mississippi and went to California. And I got, after, gave, after I gave, went to church and gave my life to Christ, uh, I was enrolled in a junior college. And God inspired me, said, go back and start playing football. And I started playing, got a full-ride scholarship. That school has inducted me in the school's Hall of Fame, and I got a full-ride scholarship at Arizona State. And everywhere I have gone, even with the Oakland Raiders, uh, my walk with God has been highlighted. So Al Davis made me the, while I was a player, I made the team. I was a starting fullback for the number 48, Jerome Davison. Al Davis made me the team chaplain. So I, so on Sunday mornings before we played the game, Al Davis and the team had to sit down and listen to me teach the Bible and, and pray for the team and then went out there and knocked some skulls off in the field. What do you think would happen if more people in America turned their eyes towards God? America would be blessed again. America would feel because what's happening with America is that they feel the the they're not satisfied. And it is an insatiable desire that they're looking for. They're looking for something. They're searching. And that searching is something that only God can feel. Only God can feel the void that we're feeling. You can go out and have the best meal. You can go off and have the best relationships with people. But at the end of the day, when you lay down on that bed, you still feel empty without God. We are built. We are made in the image of God. So we are three threefold beings. And God is a threefold being, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and we are threefold being, body, soul, and spirit. And we, that spiritual part of us, it's what's, that's the longing, the desire, the craving part. And once we start praying and seeking God again, that satisfaction will be sealed, and all of these different things will be nothing. And so, and then also the darkness that is in the hearts of the Democrats and making them get up and pray a man and a woman and, and trying to change the sex of it. This is all demonic. It's all evil. And when Americans wake up and, and the darkness is pulled and the scales is pulled from their eyes, they're going to be able to see the works of the prince of darkness like they've never seen before. And they will rebuke it. They won't, they won't tolerate it. They won't say, I'm, I'm accepting this in the name of love. I'm loving my neighbor. No. That's not loving my neighbor. You turn, you want to turn my son into a girl and my girl into a boy. That's not loving my neighbor. You want to put a, a young lady in a position where she can be there, have her skull beaten out by a man who says he's a woman. That's not safe. That's not right. Is there anything else you want to leave us with before we go? I'm running for Congress in Arizona in CD4. I'm a pastor and I want to not only go to Congress, but I want to go and come back to my district and fortify it with strong things like faith, family, freedom. I want to get back. I want to know who our judges are. I want to know who we're putting on the bench. I want to know who the mailman is. I want to know who our teachers and superintendents are. I want to get us back to family values, get us back to faith, get back to parents and husbands and wives, these things that make America great. And, uh, and so I'm leading in this race, and I want to go to Commerce Congress to help America heal. And we're going to do that with the power of God. And what's your website if people want to go check you out? Jerome for Congress, J-E-R-O-N-E, and we're looking for support. We're looking for people that are in this area. I'm looking for volunteers to come on and help us knock doors, make phone calls. We're going to win this seat, and I'm going to dedicate this seat to God and back to you, the people. We need donations. We need people to share memes, make memes, create memes, have fun on the Internet, share my information, share that video. That video is being shared around the world. They're saying that it's it's the best ad they've seen in the world. And so a lot of people are getting all kinds of truth out of it. There's several, several messages in it. And I'm, I'm hoping it's helping people to talk about it. Jerome Davison, thanks so much for joining the show. I really appreciate it. Good luck to you. Thank you so much. God bless. 
so much to Jerome Davison. I've watched that ad like a billion times. So I appreciate his boldness and appreciate him taking the time. Appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to The Truth with Lisa Booth every Monday and Thursday. I want to thank my executive producer, John Cassio, for working hard to put the show together. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, leave us five stars. Always appreciate you guys taking time to listen to the show and making this happen. So until next time, thanks. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.